All right. <clears throat> Welcome back. After a week-long hiatus. Feels like it's been longer than a week. I just like to say hiatus. Feels like it's been, well, you we, know. Well, we skipped last weekend for uh, family reasons. Yeah, there were reasons. Uh, but we're back, as you can see, because here we are, right here. Yeah. Uh, for Welcome those, to the Average Minute. For those of you who don't watch, you don't have to watch. Listen, yeah, don't if watch. you're if you're just a listener, a casual listener, yeah, and not a viewer, pretty much the way to go. There, uh, there's really nothing to see here. <laughs> it's just you know, two guys sitting around a dining room. We table. should have a segment of Bob needs to change the light bulbs in his uh, dining room so they're not we don't look yellow. So we have this whole <laughs> antique theme going on where it's like it's you know, artisan old timey cameras like there's a guy with a cloak and like the, with the, the little the, the chandelier, <laughs> chandelier came with the house it's very uh uh what's that the haunted uh haunted. remington mansion oh, or winchester 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 house there you go yeah. remington, yeah, remington. Oh. Eh, it's still firearms you're, you're good it's in the <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for the the old uh, weird looking dude walk through with the uh, candelabra. You'll be fine. Mm. Yeah, we don't have enough candelabras anymore. And you know what? Forget these lights. <laughs> We're going full. We're going full, full candelabra. Yeah. Just lights off. Just candelabras. Uh, yeah, cobwebs, cobwebs, and candelabras. That's the name of the episode. It's not, no. but it rolls right off the tongue, though. So. Um, we're getting off to kind of a rocky start beginning of the year. Um, just as far as the podcast goes, you know, uh, I always have new year, new me motivation at the beginning of the year. Like, Oh, we're going to do great things. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so far yeah, off to a bad start. If, if you're expecting that, uh, yeah, just <laughs> hold on. But, um, we're trying, you know, we're here for you, the listeners, uh, both of you. Uh, good morning, Missy. Um, we're here for you. So, we're going to put every effort forth to, uh, you know, put together a quality podcast for y'all's enjoyment. So, uh, those are my, that, that's, that's, uh, that, that's the pep talk he gives me before every show. <laughs> that's the most apology <laughs> you're going to get out of me. I apologize for nothing, uh, as far as the quality of the podcast goes, uh, cause we're working with, uh, uh, you know, I mean, our margins are razor thin. Like we, <laughs> We don't have uh, we don't have the budget of some of these podcasts, you know. Yeah, I, I stopped throwing cans out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're we're doing the best we can. We're we're giving it our 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 all. So, but here we are. Um, the start of the MGA season is barreling down on us. It's coming so, in hot. And I apologize for anyone who is listening or watching. If you if you're a member of the MGA and you have been for years, like I am, uh, you can skip forward a few minutes. I'm just going to go ahead and for anybody that may not be a member of the MGA, been thinking about it, listen to the podcast, whatever. Maybe somebody told you about the podcast. Hey, maybe you happen to be handed one of these sweet koozies uh, somewhere that we've been you know, in the last six months and you went, Oh, I think I'm going to give that a shot and listen to that. You may not even be in West Valley, Arizona, but, uh, you want to join up with the MGA anyway. I'm going to give you a breakdown of, of, uh, hello to our friends in Yellowknife. 
Yeah, well, yeah. they're in the MGA. Yeah, I know. Turns out, but they're not in West Valley. But they, and they always listen. Let's just say, let's just say you're in uh, Toledo or uh, Tallahassee or um, you know one of these other places that starts with a T that is escaping me. Cincinnati. Maybe, Cincinnati checks out. Yeah. <laughs> that starts with a T, right? <laughs> uh, the T is silent. Yeah. <laughs> or or maybe you're in. Uh, uh, Cleveland. That's another T. Yeah, Cleveland. I got a lot of T's. Maybe you're in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah, that's the T S A. Yeah, Salt Salt Lake City. Uh, maybe you want to join the MGA, but you just don't know how. So, first of all, what the MGA is is a it's a league of mediocre golfers for mediocre golfers by mediocre golfers. Um, if you are good. Not saying that it's not a league for you. We got a lot of good players in our league, but understand that it's designed for mediocre golfers. Uh, we're going to touch on uh, people that are better than they should be um, and why that's a problem for the MGA uh, in a minute. But let me just get the whole MGA thing out of, out of the way. Um, it's basically beer league. We play by USGA rules, a couple of tweaks to that uh, to, to help with pace of play and whatever. But the, the basic premise is we play USGA rules. I mean, it is it is by the book. There's no breakfast balls. There's no mulligans. There's no gimme putts. Everything hits the bottom of the cup. Um, but we have a good time doing it, right? Like it's a hell of a good time. We, we go out there and, and depending on what chapter you join, um, you know, there's going to be, I mean, there's small chapters where you might only have 20 people out there at a tournament. And then you got giant chapters where you'll have, you know, a hundred people at a tournament, something like that. Top 16 in the tournament place and you get a tiny check. Doesn't mean nothing. It's not actual money, but it ranks you on the chapter money list. It ranks you on the global money list. Um, all of the, there's eight tournaments in a season. Um, and then you got world championships at the end of the year. And that's kind of the big prize. You Which know, that's really so, just a party in Vegas yeah. for people who want to party in Vegas for the reason of golfing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a frat. It's basically, yeah. you know, the MGA is basically a fraternity and you're joining a fraternity. Um, there's no real initiation unless you count. Um, like I've been laughing, uh, seeing new people that, that have signed up for our chapter uh -huh. based on advertisement that was run on Facebook. And they're very excited about the BAC. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. They, they sign up for the chapter and they put their best five scores yeah. they've ever shot in their life. And uh, all of a sudden they have penalty strokes. And I've seen it time and time again, every season, there's some asshole that, that shows up to the first tournament and they're like, yeah, I have five penalty strokes. And they go out there and shoot a 112. Yeah. And it's like, how that happened? How, how do well, I correct this? Well, you got to play for a while. Yeah. So that's basically your initiation into the MGA is, um, you know, put in all the scores that, that, you know, on your best day, this is what I shot. And that's with so many mulligans and not counting this drop or, you know, whatever it is. Oh, I shot an 85 at this course. You didn't shoot an 85. You shot a 105. And that's, that's how, that's your differential between how you actually golf if you play by the rules and what you do with your with your buddies when nobody's looking yeah you when know. i joined in 2019 uh 
I put in all my scores of what I usually shot as a solo guy, and I never really realized how many times you just shank one out of bounds and just, uh, I'm just going to re-tee that because that didn't happen. Yeah. And so I, I showed up with five penalty strokes, and right now I think I'm holding one or two, uh, which is kind of where I'm at. Uh, but it was just, I showed up with five because you don't, you, oh, uh, that's, that three-footer is probably good. Yeah. I, I, I've never happen. missed one. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... That's kind of the, that's kind of the idea is if and I always tell people I think I put it on our on our socials for the chapter um, the, basically the headline of, of West West Valley MGA is face it you suck yes you are good enough to play in our league it, like people are so intimidated by joining a league they think it's gonna be oh I'm not competitive like you don't have to be competitive you don't have to be you know, somebody that goes out there and breaks 80 or even breaks 90, you know, or even breaks 100. Like, there, we it we have all levels of golfer, right? And the one thing I would say, if you're thinking of joining, don't go to the MGA Tour website and start reading the rules that are all, it's all tongue-in-cheek. It's all, it's not, yeah. you know. Do I really get to throw somebody my ball and yeah, have them clean yeah. it? None of, yeah, none of that stuff's going to happen. It's all cool. basically just laid back, chill. If you're looking for a league, basically, I I tell people it's beer league softball, but we're playing golf. Right. And if we could put a, a keg in the middle of a fairway <clears> on a par five, we probably would. Uh, speaking of the BAC. <laughs> yeah. Speaking <laughs> of. And I'm right back into the BAC. <laughs> but we're back in. So what we like to do as a chapter, and I don't know if you're not if you're not in Arizona, if you're not in West Valley, I don't know. Different chapters do different things. A lot of chapters do off-season tournaments. Um, this is not a sanctioned event, but we usually do a, a preseason event because we get all kind of curiosity in the off season. You know, people tell their friends and then their friends tell their friends and so on and so forth. And people have a hard time committing to that $44 signup fee <laughs> yeah. to join the league. So they go, oh, well, can I come check it out? So we do a preseason event. First one of the season is uh, very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> it's it's the uh, one of my worst ideas ever, really. The below average challenge. Yeah. That's uh, for those of you that are uh, just listening. That's B apostrophe L O W. Yeah, below average yeah. challenge. Um, otherwise known as the B A C. Um, kind of a play on words there, but um, the the premise of that tournament is there's a three drink quota that you have to hit. Although I think I, I, th I think we nixed I, that yeah, this I think year. We changed that so too. last year it was a three drink minimum was your quota, okay. and then every drink after that got a stroke off your off your score. This year I think we're just, just going straight up. Yeah, all your drinks count off of your score. Now it's not oh I'm going to drink two throughout the round and then I'm going to chug an eight pack, <laughs> you know, on the 18th. Like that's not how it works. They all must be consumed in in normal course of play. Um, but all your beverages count as a stroke. Handicaps still apply, and DQ still applies. So, little strategy there. Um, I think we had a bunch of people DQ last year because they shot in the 80s, but then they drank like 15, 16 beers. <laughs> Who the hell would do that? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good time. We had we had we have a lot of people that probably don't even remember the BAC from last year. Well, who the hell's that? <laughs> uh, I I right now think that we should make monster uh, seltzers two drinks. <laughs> um, 
Well, see, and that that goes to the strategy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a bad strategy. <laughs> uh, it can be, yeah, it can be problematic for some. Well, especially when you pregame before you can get to the tournament <laughs> yeah, with like 12 ounces of vodka. That can be problematic. It was a 48-ounce cup. What am I supposed to do? Because <laughs> that 12 ounces of vodka is uh, 12 strokes off your game. Yeah, that you didn't get to use. Um, yeah. So the BAC, that's the, that, that doesn't count for anything in the league. That's just the warm-up. Hey, come out and have a good time with us, and then you'll probably sign up, and you'll probably tell three friends to sign up. Um. But the first official tournament of the season is the uh, Rebel Beach Am-Am. Uh, that is the team event where you're paired with somebody. If you don't have a partner, you will be assigned a partner because it is a uh, low combined net, wins the joint trophy. There's still an individual low gross award uh, winner of the tournament, but, but really the bragging rights goes to the, the low combined net twosome Um and you, you and Whip are the what five time uh, repeating champions? Uh, no, we've oh, no. we've never oh, oh, we've not even oh. scared the yeah. top ten. I don't think, um, you know, because like you're supposed to, we focus too much on what we're going to wear <laughs> to the Am Am. <laughs> uh, it is and, a dress alike type of situation, and we have so, had yeah. we have had some good. Uh, um, uh, we were we were dumb and we did dumb and dumber with uh, quality. Harry and Lloyd. One year, we did. Um, we were Jackie Moon and Coffee Black. Which one year was also very good. Uh, the one I really enjoyed is when you guys went Run DMC on a yeah. eighty-eight degree <laughs> day, and you <laughs> we were in tracksuits, black black Adidas yeah. tracksuits, yeah. and yeah, and it yeah. was hot as fuck for some reason in March. So the key with your costume is to look cool, <laughs> but playing something you can uh, golf in. Last year, last year we were uh, we were the dude and Walter from uh, Big Lebowski. And that worked out because I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. So and John wasn't having a good time in the bathrobe all day. <laughs> Not the best uh, choice for a, a follow through. Uh, no, no. But uh, makes for good makes for good pictures. And we actually we have a good uh, we got a good thing going this year too. I can't say I can't reveal any secrets, but uh, let's just say. There's going to be some talk as to which league we're affiliated with. That's all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm just giggling because I was thinking of who you should be mocking. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm not. If I say any more, it's yeah. going to give it away. But yeah, we're we already have like yeah, we already bought our shit, and it's yeah, so. But if you're thinking, if you're, I'm not, you know what? I was like, I'm going to run down every tournament in the season. I'm not going to do that. There's plenty of time, plenty of weeks left. Um, we can, we can, you know, run down each tournament before each tournament comes up. I don't need to, to run down. Here's what every tournament's about or all that. Cause it just gets boring to be honest with you. I'm bored. Just listen to myself talk. How do you think I feel? Right. So. Um, there is, so one of the changes this year for the MGA is how the handicaps are calculated, right? Have they truly announced that yet? I'm pretty sure. And I don't know. Cause I keep, I keep waiting to see if it's going to affect my handicap. Like here, I'll go on, I'll go on mine right now. 
can see. Yeah, that's riveting. Yeah, it's it's good audio. Here's me looking at my phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you watching, you can see me doing it. Um, let's see, average motherfucking Johnson. I think mine already changed, but I don't think it. Actually mine has did. not changed. But it could have been because I had it. Uh, what what I finish at Worlds? I always forget. Um, it was like first or something. Oh did yeah, you finished first. Yeah, yeah, in the chapter. Yeah. Oh, yours yours went down. Yeah, my 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 penalty strokes went to three. I yeah, was mine a, mine I was a two to, after Worlds. Mine went to three. I was a I was two I was two going into Worlds, and now I'm three. Yeah. So yeah, they haven't changed. So if you click on that, it hasn't. Yeah, it still when it looks at it, it still tells you it's three scores. Yeah. The the word on the street is what is going to be. It's going to be your top top eight out of 14 i think that's or six out of 14 i, I believe it's still a work in progress but i i had thought it was five out of 16. But is it I, but, possible but you're talking a lot of beers before when we had that well what i'm saying is so they're they're expanding so, it so you can't sandbag the one season right and have no handicap going to worlds the reason why they're doing it is because apparently we had another case of somebody going into worlds with no penalty strokes that absolutely should have had penalty strokes and ended up winning uh, worlds. Because he had plenty of penalty strokes the previous season. Right. Which started, um, so I don't have any idea who's running this, but if you want a good follow on Instagram, uh, follow the, uh, what's it called? Mediocre, Mediocre Sandbag. Mediocre Sandbag. Um, and they'll give you all the updates on um, uh, what's they actually uh, name names. I don't need to do it all. Yeah, we're not naming names. They'll name names. Uh, but you can click on every one of their little posts and photos, and it gives you a nice little. Uh, I was chuckling as Average was talking about whatever fuck he was talking about, uh, because every one little post has a pretty good snippet. It's right up there with the mediocre goatee association. It's probably so. the same guy. Probably, yeah. But yeah, it's a definitely a good follow. I, I recommend uh, you know check it out. It, it's worth the read. Yeah. But let's just say there's a, there's a growing awareness of people that are doing this. And guys, I'm going to tell you, I've, I've, you can say it until you're blue in the face. If you are in this league to cheat, to try to win a, a check that doesn't actually equate to any money or like you're in it for the, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like this is not, this is not a league for you. If you're, if you're trying to cheat somehow, to just so you can get bragging rights, so you can win a big belt at the end of the year, whatever the fuck, you're gonna get you're 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 gonna get ostracized. You're gonna get. I mean, you will be called out. Yeah, you're gonna get rejected. Like this is not the group of people to to do this to. Like the, it, you're missing the point. The point of it is we are fucking mediocre golfers that enjoy going out there and having a good time, and people that intentionally inflate their handicap to try to avoid penalty strokes and then go and shoot a fucking 80 or whatever to, to win something like it's not for you. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell you what, there's been reports about people doing similar stuff in our chapter and that shit ain't going to fly. Like we're going to, we're not going to allow it. Like you're, you're done. We're going to kick you out. We're going to, if we catch you, you're not going to make it. And, not that we want to do anything stupid like that, like, you know, get all Nazi and, and start kicking people out of a, of a fun 
golf league, but you're ruining it for other people that, that might not, um, that, that would have otherwise been having a good time. And now they're not because they're, they're stuck being the one to have to call you out for cheating or whatever. So notice you got one of their posts pulled up. Oh, I'm just enjoying myself. Oh. That's fine. Uh, something you can share with the rest of the class. Uh, well, this goes with what you were saying is, uh, you shouldn't be able to save shave seven penalty strokes off your game just in time for the world championships. Right. Uh, so that, that's part of the sandbag thing. Uh, we have several players in our chapter that are good players. They're not cheaters. They're not sandbaggers. They own it. Yeah. Uh, they both of the people I'm thinking of basically play, play because our skins are pretty lucrative. Yeah. Well, and, and understand I am not, I'm not calling out anybody in our oh, chapter no. that's saying, I know this is going on. What I'm saying is that you hear people talk and whether you're, whether they're doing it or whether they're just, you know, well, it's like going into worlds last year that we had a few players that I thought had contention and they all like whip definitely, he has a lot of penalty strokes, but he was playing well mm -hmm. prior to. And so, you know, he puts up the scores he was putting up on our courses, and we play the 6,400, so that, that doesn't frighten us with, you know, right. some of these chapters that play 5,900. That's over yard, all yards for 18. Um, so, well, yeah, some people don't know that. Yeah, no, um, they... <laughs> so I got to point that shit out. Uh, where, I mean, we play it a lot, all the time. Anytime we're doing a fun round, that's usually we try to figure out the one that's between 63 and 65 to, mm -hmm. to play. Uh, so it doesn't intimidate us to play from a little bit further distance. Uh, I, you know, not to, uh, I love tooting my own horn, but eighth place that I mentioned that yet. Uh, but I mean, I didn't go there with a thought that I had a chance of winning because I hadn't been playing all that well. And I had one penalty stroke. I'm a 16, nine on my gin. One penalty stroke basically means you're a 17. Right. I'm, I'm not sandbagging shit. Yeah. Uh, I performed better than I should have on day one. And I, you know, played the way I should have on day two. Yeah. That's where I ended up. I would have loved to play better than I should have on day two also. But I mean, for me, if it, even the question of sandbagger, I don't want that belt. I don't even want, why right. don't want to even have that stank on me. Yeah. Uh, there it, it's too much. And there, <laughs> and there, and what did you win if you cheated? Yeah. I mean, nothing. It's like, yeah. Enjoy your fucking belt. Yeah. Nobody likes you. Yeah. Like you're done. <laughs> yeah. Like go, uh, like, what are you yeah. going to do? Sit there and beat off with your belt. <laughs> like nobody fucking yeah. likes you. Like you're publicly now you're called out. Like it, it's, it's the stupidest thing. Uh, like you're going to get caught. They make Instagram things about you and, like, and if, name your name. If you, if you're if all you wondering think, who we're talking about. <laughs> if you think in the internet age, if you think you can get away with, with changing your handicap somehow or or like there's been people in the past that somehow like their usga handicap was one thing and then their mga handicap was a totally different thing like like we're not going to find you out like you're going to get caught and you're going to get fucking publicly humiliated and it's not going to be fun um it's weird. Like I'm, I'm the opposite of that. If you look me up on USGA's handicap index, I'm a 18.9 as of, as of Monday. That's pretty good for you. You're sub 20. Finally. I went into the weekend as a 20 yeah. on Friday. I was a 20 
On Monday, I was an 18.9. So what you want to do is go to Golf Tech for lessons and take the full year because you'll benefit. But if you, if you look at my scores, it's like up and down. Like my, yeah. my handicap fluctuates two points one way or the other all the time because I'm so streaky, like I'm so hot and cold. But my my MGA handicap is a 15, 15.3. So like I have a lower handicap in the MGA than I do and see, I think outside the MGA. So that's a, that's if a, I'm trying to cheat, I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, that that's a part of their current handicap system of it's the best three out of your last eight. Right. So a mediocre golfer is going to have three decent rounds in, in yeah. eight if they're not doing anything. Right. Uh, and so that's why I like I, I want to say it was uh, five out of 16, but basically they're going to go back into your previous mm -hmm. seasons to where you lit up or, you know, let's say you win born Harry or getting the, the pass. Like I could have easily just sandbagged everything and not had any penalty strokes because I was a born Harry grad. Right. Instead, I had no penalty strokes going into the born Harry. I ended up having one going into worlds last year Yeah. because I just, I mean, I play the way I play and whatever I score, I score. There are times where a certain playing partner in the AMM talks shit about how I drilled a tree and it pisses me off and I may over drink. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically. Why'd you hit it in the tree? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you hit it right at the tree? Oh, really? <laughs> that was, that oh, was dumb. Oh, was that tree? <laughs> that tree's been there the whole time. Uh, I was I was guessing I was seeing double, and I thought, I don't know. let me see. I've hit a pole fade all day, and I hit that one straight. That's what happened. Uh, uh, yeah. So, all right. So that's another lecture. Yeah. So about handicaps. <laughs> um, uh, mediocre sandbag association. It's a good. Just go there. It's funnier than we are. Well, they got memes. Yeah, they got memes. Yeah, we're we're just yeah. two guys drinking, yeah. um, but. I'll just end with, if we catch you, uh, we're going full public, and all four of the listeners uh, will know yeah, who you are. They're going to know. Uh, we'll, we'll name names. I will say there were a couple instances last year in which we had the conversation, with the two of us and Whip, and I erred on the side of caution and uh, basically, let's play nice, let's play nice, and both Whip and Average have, uh, we're not playing nice this year. If you're flat out no. cheating it's you're out no we're we're, call, we're calling you out yeah uh there's no there's no room for you know you got to maintain integrity honesty integrity and uh and a high blood alcohol content yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's kind of what we're about those should be our uh, pillars you should, you should change that <laughs> on the <laughs> honesty, honesty integrity is, and and, and blood, blood alcohol yeah. content so all right, that's our that's our um, it's the best MGA spiel for West Valley. So go ahead and get signed up mgatour.com. For those of you that are across the country, around the world, wherever the fuck, um, mgatour.com. If you're in if you're in an area of whatever state, and this sounds like an awesome thing that you want to be a part of, and there is not a chapter near you, you can start a chapter. There's instructions on the website mgatour.com go to that click whatever place in the country you are look at all the chapters if you're even remotely close to the western half of arizona uh you want to join west valley so there's like 16 chapters in arizona and west valley they added another one didn't they typically has more players than all the other yeah. chapters combined because 
you know, we do it right. So, yeah, get signed up, sign up for the West Valley, sign up for the BAC, and uh, bring some friends to the BAC. Because we flirt, we're like the Mormons. We flirt to convert. And, and make sure you have a uh, credit card on your Uber app that's actually not expired. Uh, right, because you'll definitely want an Uber. Yeah. Get the XL so you can put your clubs in there too. <laughs> what else? What else we got? Well, that's our MGA. I thought we were going to go through the whole uh, mediocre uh, season, so we got nothing there. Oh. Well, I can. It's just, so, yeah, yeah, you know, I, it's I get like the, totally We talk about it so much out. on the way there, but yeah, no reason. We do all come. Um, uh, so do you want to discuss your uh, Southwest Valley trip? Um, yeah, I mean, I can do a... I can do a synopsis of my of my weekend. So I played Saturday and Sunday, um, and at, I don't know if if we've been talking about. I've I've been in kind of a slump coming off of Worlds. Like got back from Vegas, and all of a sudden it was like dicks for fingers on the golf course. I mean, we played together, and I I finished the season so well, and then I I go to Vegas, and then I come back, and it's like for whatever reason, I, I just, I was in a slump and I couldn't, I couldn't get out of it. And I was, I was, um, you know, taking my lessons very seriously. And, you know, even he was saying like, I don't know what the hell happened, but here we got to go through all this stuff again, under the noodle and playing and all this kind of stuff. And, um, the last tournament that we had was Southwest Valley. I think we talked about it. Like it was raining, blowing sideways, like, yeah, we, you know, 30 mile an hour wind. It was not ideal conditions. And I shot north of 100. Uh, a lot of people did. Those are the people that even finished, you know, the, half the field dropped out because it was poor weather. So sure enough, Southwest Valley this, this, this past weekend, it was raining, but at least it wasn't 30 degrees. No, no, it was it it was much milder weather than it was at the previous tournament. But um, I just uh, I went into this weekend with virtually no pressure on myself. Like I just wanted to, you know, play halfway decent, enjoy myself, hit quality shots, and went out there Saturday. Played a casual round, played Granite um, Granite Falls South, I think, and had no expectations of anything right and for whatever reason like i was hitting my driver well like i was just it wasn't like i was hitting bombs i wasn't you know putting it 40 50 yards past anybody nothing like that it was just consistently coming off the tee like wow okay i'll i'll take that you know and my irons were mediocre nothing special i wasn't throwing darts i wasn't none of that stuff but it was like consistently in a general vicinity my short game was like kind of there i wasn't doing anything magical like it was nothing nothing i was doing and this goes for both days saturday and sunday nothing i was doing was like oh my gosh i was doing that really well i just wasn't doing anything really bad like i was just i was just kind of knocking it around you know so like i ended up uh the front nine on saturday and i think i shot a I shot a 42. I shot a 42 on the front on um, on Saturday. And I was like, huh, it didn't feel like a 42. Like it felt, you know, higher than that, but I'll, I'll take it. I guess I didn't have anything worse than a double bogey. Um, 
I didn't have anything worse than a double bogey all weekend. Oh, nice. Um, I had two double bogeys on Saturday. Had a bunch of pars. Well, I shouldn't say a bunch, but I had more than I normally do, right? No birdies. Just two double bogeys, probably five pars, and the rest just bogeys, right? I think the math works out. What's the math on that? I shot it. wasn't paying attention enough to answer. Two double bogeys, <laughs> five pars. So that's seven. So that's 11 over, 15 over, and then take five off of there, 10 over. No, that's... This is riveting. Yeah. No, math, <laughs> math is hard. Yeah. And the moral of the story is I shot an 87 on Saturday. No. 87? Yeah, 87 on Saturday. 42, 45. 45 on the back. And I'll be honest with you, that 45 on the back felt like an 80 on the back. Like it was, for some reason, like most of my pars I made on the front. Um, and I think both of the double bogeys were on the front as well. So it was like, but it, that's I, how you washed them out. Just making the part, all the all those pars, um, just made it feel like a better front, like a better nine than just playing bogey golf, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and it was, it, it felt it was one of those surprising. Like you finish the round, and you're like, holy crap! Like I guess I did. Like I was telling John, I was riding with John. And the whole back nine, I'm going, oh, so much for breaking 100 today, you know, like, or breaking 90, you know, and, and he wasn't saying nothing. And then we get, we finished up the round. And he's like, oh, yeah, you shot an 87. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't think I was, it felt like it was playing, I was playing so much worse on the back than on the front. It was only by two strokes. And it's because, you know, it was just mostly bogeys. Um, but anyway, that's, um, <laughs> very exciting recount of my round. It's like on. you and I played many times in uh, Mexico at Los Palomas, and it seems like I can't buy a par. And then you end up, you know, doing uh, one or two along your nine, and you're like, well, 43, I've bogeyed every hole. Where, you know, as yeah. soon as you do that, you, the very next hole, you go, oh, I tripled that hole. That's, that, you know, I, yeah. I wish I was back on the bogey train. It adds up quick. Um, yeah. So that was, it, it was promising. Um, and it's funny because I showed up, you know, those guys uh, on a casual round, those guys, it, it was John and David and, and, and Bruce, your AMAM partner. And they're all like, oh, are we playing, are, are we playing for a dollar? Everybody, they like, they like to gamble for a dollar, uh -huh. you know, it's just, it doesn't mean nothing, but it's all right. Meanwhile, I show up and I have zero cash in my pocket, yeah. like 0, $0.0 dollars to my name. And I go, you know what? Fuck y'all. Yeah, I'll play for a dollar. I don't have any cash on me, but I'm not planning on losing, you know? And it's just for a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. Well, $3 if I lose to everybody. But I have zero on me, so I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to lose anyway. But they're, uh, like the old Lee Trevino yeah. thing, you know? You, you never play better when you don't have... Yeah, when, when, you, when you got money on it and don't have any money in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, it felt good. To, to be kind of back to where I was before my, my slump after Worlds, you know? And I was like, ah, shit, you know, got a tournament tomorrow. Um, I wonder how that's going to go, you know? And it's raining and everything like that. And I just, so I, I went out Sunday with just absolutely, even less expectations than, than Saturday. Cause I'm like, ah, the weather and all this bullshit. And just continued the same, I mean, it was the same thing, just consistent off the tee. I played 
I played all weekend, Saturday and Sunday, with the same ball. Like, did not, I didn't lose anything off the tee. Like, it was just not necessarily middle every single time, but more than findable, playable. You know, I had no penalty, I had no penalty strokes up to Sunday on, so at Union Hills, the one, the one that's like the dog leg right and you got the big giant pond on the mm -hmm. right, you know, I hit my tee shot, it landed on land and then went in the water, but I was able to retrieve it, you know, so I kept the same ball, but that was my only penalty stroke all weekend was the one I hit in the water. And I think I still, I think I still saved bogey on that hole. Nice. Like to drop three and then, you know, put it on. No. Yeah. Drop three, hit four. Wait a minute. Drop two, hit three up there, off the green, almost chipped it in, and then, yeah, bogey. So, but those are the good bogeys. Yeah. So, managed to shoot an 88 on Sunday, and it was good enough to win the stinking D flight, like the, oh. the shitty of the, the overall D flight. Yeah. You winner. Yeah. The whole D flight. Yeah. The entire <laughs> D flight. I want out of all the losers. I <laughs> yeah, came you, in first of that group. Doesn't Southwest Valley even have an E flight sometimes? Mm, oh, I don't know. I'm not, not when I, cause I'd be in it and I've never been in the E flight, but yeah, um, I play Arizona desert. We played Falcon dunes on Sunday. I choice between Falcon dunes and union Hills. That's not a choice. That's not a choice. Yeah, uh, uh, and so played decent up until the very last few holes. Which I mean, we started getting some pretty decent rain, and I started uh, the the fun story from that is uh, it's number fourteen is uh, it's got water on the left. You hit your drive. If you hit it far enough, you'll go in the water. If you hit it left at all, you're in the water. If you even push it right, you're going to be in the street. Right. Just pipe it right down the middle. I've never hit, I played there a hundred times. I've never hit a drive better than that. Perfect position club down one, even just because it's heavy air and I just uh -huh. want to make sure I'm on the green. And I just took a nice easy swing and never cleaned the grass out of my cleats before I did it. So I fell on my ass and hit the ball in the water, hmm. which is, you know, that's, that works out like you're supposed to. Uh, so I went from uh, basically I was, I think ahead by two to down by three. And finished fifth with a, I think an 87, 88. I don't remember. Hmm. Uh, I was proud of my 82 on the front and right. was just pissed off on the back. So, but that, uh, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. I will say, and I apologize for you, y'all who aren't even golfing, but man, I've played two rounds in a row in the rain. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wet. <laughs> it was, and it didn't even rain enough on Sunday for me to break out my, uh, foot joy weather gloves which if you don't have those get those yeah but i didn't even break i was using my regular gloves. i was i, was I didn't back, even swap gloves out is I, how you know i was back and forth between my my foot joys and my regular non-rain rain glove um just trying to keep everything dry you know because and i don't know where like where we were at union it wasn't like nothing ever came down like hard it was just a consistent drizzle for like a lot of holes yeah so like everything was just we had when? one rain that I would almost consider, eh, should we rethink what we're doing? And they, it was gone by the time I thought that. Yeah. But yeah, so what drizzle is for you in the, you know. 
that's when like you turn the shower on but not all the way and it's right. like trickles and you, you're uncomfortable for a second it's really bad or or if you're d-rod and oh never mind you know what i'll, yeah, let, I'll let him that's tell, a, that's tell a different the story drizzle. about uh yeah i'll actually let from what i understand it's uh mrs sexy's story oh that's... uh so if you run into d-rod uh, <laughs> yeah, ask him go right straight to him yeah so but no it was good it was a good weekend for golf um i felt I felt good. Um, I went into my lesson on, on Monday and, uh, didn't say like, I didn't go in there like, Oh, oh you're not going to believe this. Like I just, you know, I got there 10 minutes early, hit a few balls and, uh, go and go over into the teaching bay. And, um, and he goes, all right, you know, hit a couple and I hit a couple and he, and he like, he's looking at me like, what, what? And, and I'm like, he figured it out after this, all this and, time. And I go, and I'm like, what? And he goes, what do you need me for tonight? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like you're the fucking teacher. <laughs> you tell me like, it's not like I converted into a fucking tour player. Like I'm not, yeah, I just hit a couple of really good shots, but I'm still bad. So now does he take you into bay one still? Yeah. Yeah. I, he won't take me into bay one. Cause I don't hit the ball straight in bay one at all. Well, bay two, a, bay two, striped, baby draw, striped, baby draw. Maybe you should stay in bay one. Uh, it's that that room seems crooked to me. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. It it was it was it was a good lesson. Um, I was basically it was just a reinforcement. He goes, oh well, you know, since since you've basically retained everything and you're you you're showing that you can do this uh maybe we go through the bag and do and i'm just like you know what no let me just let's just keep doing this and make sure because i don't want i the last thing i want is a false sense of security and go out there like oh i got this and then yeah, i'll get you excited about going through the bag and then he puts you with you know what club have you are you having trouble hitting i'm like i'm hitting every club well but i don't want to hit that you know three wood or whatever it is yeah no let's hit the three wood then i'm like no, you don't understand. I have confidence right now. I want to leave here with confidence. I don't want you to shit on it. And then, you know, shaking the last shot. Oh, you're doing everything perfect. You're, yeah, that, you've got that shot too. And then you duff one and go, huh, guess what right. I'm thinking about? I, you know, just hit balls continuously for 30 minutes. And that yeah. one duff is what I'm thinking about the entire time. I will tell you that my favorite shot of the weekend, I, dude, I am so bad at remembering, oh, it was on X number hole, like what hole is what at whatever course like i'm i'm so bad at you going oh a hole five at this course i don't know what fucking hole it was union hills par five um creek along the right it's the one where david i don't think you were in our group the where david made an eagle from like 175 yards out it's like um, three or four i feel like it was later on in the round than that but um then it's number 10. number <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the guy who knows yeah. every <laughs> well that's why i'm so so my tee shot a little bit right i'm in the right rough not crazy right like by the creek but well, i guess the is off the fairway creek or drainage ditch creek okay. the with the rocks yeah rocks not concrete yeah, right that's the front line so i'm in the right rough john is in the right rough he's i got i i drove him by two yards so he's going first and there's the two palm trees like 
I don't know, 30, be the back nine. 30 yards in front of where our, our balls are, right? They're mostly air. Well, and they're tall. There's not like there's no leaves, no branches. It's just the, the two trunks, you know, and they're thin. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, no, we're not good enough to go through them, like between the palm trees. You're either you're going around them one side or the other. And John hits his shot. He lays up with an iron. And I don't know if he was trying to go through them, but he went through, but like barely. I mean, we're talking inches of horrible shot, you know, but hits a great fucking like pures his seven iron or whatever he hit. And I'm like, that just inspired me. But I, I go, you know what? I'm going to hit a three wood. Like, this is either going to be a fucking awesome shot or absolutely horrible. No in between. Like, I'm not taking the whole, like, oh, I'll just punch something. Because I'm going, I'm looking at the yardage and I'm like, dude, if I punch something out, I still have like a hell of a long way in. If I, if I try to go, if I try to hit a fade around these trees, Right. If I go, you'll, if I go, you'll hit it straight like I do when I. Yeah, and and then it's going through the fairway, and I'm probably in the houses OB off on the left. Right. If I try to hit a draw, around like I'm more likely to hit a draw or a hook than I am to intentionally hit a fade. Not because oh I'm so good at hitting he's a draw. So, he's so good. But that's my miss. Is I'll fucking pull the shit out of it and it'll hook. So I'm going okay. Well, I will set up. I'm not going to set up like crazy right, but I'm going to set up right of the palm trees. And I'm going to try to hit a draw around them that way. And guess what? If it doesn't come back, like there's room to miss on the right. It's not great, but it's not OB, right? So this is my strategy. Because I'm, I'm going to smash a three wood as good as I can and try to get it to, you know, draw. And I get up and fucking hit. Like I hit some crazy, like it was, I don't, I dug down, I put ass into it. Misses the palm tree on the right by, I mean, like one of those where I like ducked for cover because I'm going, oh shit, like somebody's going to die. And it missed the palm tree, but it didn't, it didn't draw. It just went dead straight, but it wasn't like so far right. Like it was just barely past that palm tree. And I ended up with like a little 40 yard shot into the green. I mean, it was like miracle shot, miracle shot. One in a million. One in a million. Because you didn't hit the tree? I didn't hit the tree. I would have aimed dead center at one of the trunks and then hit dead center and then had Bruce yeah. go, why'd you aim right at the tree? Shut up. Right. Because like you're <laughs> supposed to. Yeah. But yeah. So that was my, I had a couple of those actually. A couple of those shots where I'm going, nothing I can do here is going to, you know, number, number eight. I, the only birdie that I had, and I want I want a skin on that one, was um, which that's the best reason to play that league is their skins are lucrative. Yeah, it was a hundred bucks. It was a hundred bucks yeah. for a skin, and so you know number eight. Mm -hmm. So if you hit a good drive and you get down the hill, like you got nothing into the green. Well, I went like I kind of blocked my drive, but it wasn't like a slice. I just kind of blocked it. And I'm like, ah, shit, I'm over in them trees over there like I always am. Like, no matter how far left I aim, I always end up in the right over in the trees. And I must have got a good bounce or something because we get up there, and I'm, like, all the way down at the bottom of the hill, just short of the fucking cart markers. Like, hey, no carts be on here. And I'm like, great. Now I got 45 yards in 
you know, for my second shot with the giant right hand, you know, green side bunker in front of the green, big giant bunker in between me and the, in the hole. I'm going from this yardage, like there's, I'm either in the bunker or I'm 40 yards over the green, like in the street. Yeah. There's no way that I can pull this shot off. Like I have nothing in my arsenal to, to pull this off. And I just say, you know what? Fuck it. Just bite the bullet. Like I got no choices here. I can't, you can't bump and run. You can't do like, just do it. Just fucking do it. What's the worst that can happen? It's over there. Yeah. Whatever. I'm in the street. Yeah. And I put it like two feet above the hole and managed to make the birdie. Like it was like one of those where John's looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I'm yeah. as confused as you are. Like, I, I don't, Some, I don't fucking sometimes know. Sometimes this <laughs> finds a nut. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't fucking know. Like it, it just happened. I saw it, but I don't know. I couldn't do it again. Like you dump out a bucket and I'm not going to do it again. Well, it's like I was playing uh, Falcon Dunes and I think it was, uh, it was number one and I was playing with the SNS pest control and he goes, what are you gonna do? I'm all, I'm hitting a cut six. And I'm going to just go around that tree and it's going to land right there. And he goes, yeah, cut six, right. I'm on the green, you know, eight feet away, missed the birdie, but, but I made it. And he goes, how can you just don't do that all the time? I'm like, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> no, I, <Dude>. right. <laughs> yeah. Why don't I do that all the time? Yeah, that, right. That's a great that's, idea. Why? You know what? Yeah. I should probably, you know, you know, how I hit the ball where I wanted to. Yeah. I should just, <laughs> that'd be a whole new thing for me. Yeah. I just realized that I've been like off camera. Most of the fucking, yeah, you're, I, you gotta, yeah. You gotta lean back, so I got nothing, but yeah, nothing, but they're just, you know what? Girth. I don't even know what, so listen, we're, we're working on improve for those of you that are actually trying to watch this as a video <laughs> podcast. I would like to personally apologize. Sometimes I forget that we've started doing the video thing. And um, I really don't know why we're doing video. Like I don't, I don't have, like, I'm not bringing anything up on screen. Like we're not, <laughs> I don't like, it's just, you're just watching we're, us yeah, sit here and sit do here a podcast. Yeah, I, I personally wouldn't watch this. So um, yeah, I, we're either going to come up with something to where we can have the ability to put something up on screen for you to look at, or we're going to stop doing the video because there's really no point in us sitting here and doing this, looking fat on screen. Uh, that's why I try to face up and narrow my shoulders and put in. No, I don't, dude, I got nothing to hide. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking average. Tell I me, got, tell me I'm not average. I got a Bowflex. I'll be fine. How, how many times have you used? I'm at four. You've used it four that's times. Pretty, that's pretty solid for me. Four reps total or? No, four full actual workouts hmm. based on their little bookie they gave Yeah. Me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the first two hurt like a lot. You're, so you're going to do the whole uh, Kenny Banya thing? Like I'm, you're going to uh, yeah, hand down a yeah, suit? Yeah. Like doesn't, doesn't yeah, fit anymore? I'll, I'll I'm huge. I'm going to have to hand out all my <laughs> athleisure wear. I'm going to have to get smaller athleisure wear. Like this hoodie's a 2XL. It It's fallen off me. Hmm. I was noticing. Yeah. Ah, shit. Speaking of, ooh, you know what? Never mind. I got something for you oh. in the truck. Excellent. I think. Pretty sure it's in the truck. It's riveting. Ah, man, I wish I would have got it. Can I? I'm going to do it. You want me to vamp? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All I, right. So I'm going to vamp with a. Because we're doing this on camera. I, I finally have a visual aid. I'm going to take off my microphone. Uh, this is me saying, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be white. No. I'll be black. You stay white here. 
All right, so uh, the only thing I was bringing to the table today, and I apologize to all you this, is uh, tonight I had uh, leftover spaghetti. And so I asked Average. I'll be, dude, I want in on this. Oh, he wants on this? So we'll, we're going to, right I'll be vamping a lot about spaghetti. So anyway, spaghetti to me, as well as lasagna, a lot of, you know, baked ziti, all that stuff. Isn't that just like the best leftover food possible? I mean, you basically like, when I take spaghetti and uh, you just, the way I, I have it regular at night and then I'll put like Parmesan on it when I have it and you have the garlic bread and whatnot. But when, it, when you reheat it, I put cheese all over it, microwave it up. And it's just, it's like, it's been cold in Arizona, you know, 60 degrees. I'm sorry for all you who are, you know, less than 60, but 60 is pretty damn cold. That's why I'm wearing a hoodie. I got my slippers on feeling pretty good about myself, but yeah, the, uh, spaghetti leftover slash Italian food leftover is pretty much the go-to and I would like to uh, have anybody challenge us right into uh, the average minute at gmail.com to name a better leftover food item. And I know you're going to say pizza. Make it home is the problem. That's that's what you got to do. You got to make it home. Now, if you make your own home pizza, you're, you're back. So in. we're talking best home uh, leftovers. Yes. And I just rambled on about spaghetti for way too long. And they're like, uh, click fried chicken. Uh, what's funny is this little list that I pulled up, it said fried chicken on here. And I thought to myself, eh, fried chicken. But then I read it. Mm -hmm. Here's the key to any chicken leftovers. Do you heat it up? No, no, no. It's cold that's fried chicken. Exactly. Cold fried exactly. Chicken. Yeah. And that's where it, I'm, I'm completely Dude, back in. I like, I like my mom's <laughs> yeah. fried chicken leftover yeah. more than, than. Well, when it said fried chicken, I'm like, fried chicken leftover sucks. And then I, like I say, I read the little article and it goes, fried chicken cold. No, I'm it's like, cold. Oh, yeah, cold. I, yeah. What I'll do is I'll grill up a whole bunch of like chicken thighs mm -hmm. and like have a whole bunch left over for making whatever else I'm going to yeah. do. And whenever I'm like going to do like chicken enchiladas or something like that, I use that meat. But I'll eat two or three ch cold chicken thighs just while I'm, you know, yeah. getting the meat ready for that because cold chicken is the best. Yeah. Well, especially fried, cold yeah. fried chicken. That's that's the top for me is cold fried chicken, and then still any sort of Mexican food like your you know enchiladas Ooh, that sort of stuff. You that's know what quality. I, I uh, leftover Chinese food. Is Chinese good. food is on is on this list. Chow mein, uh, yeah, dude. Um, like hangover hangover have, have breakfast you, is like cold Chinese ever, food. Have you ever not gone to the Chinese restaurant thinking how much of this is going to be leftover so I can eat? So. Uh, when you're a man of my stature, you oh. don't you don't really you, <laughs> you don't, don't really plan on leftovers. Plan leftover, just, like that's not a, so, that's, sometimes they happen. That's never part of the game plan. I always make sure that Kelly orders something yeah. <laughs> that I'm going to want to eat. Uh, the how next you get day. that for the table to taste? <laughs> so just you know how you were going to order the lemon chicken? <laughs> yeah, I'd really prefer if you'd order the uh, yeah. the the uh, kung pao three ways because <laughs> yeah. you know tomorrow <laughs> I'm really going to want the kung pao. <laughs> Like that's yeah, uh, and then uh, slow cooker meals. We all know that's what leftovers are about, anyway. So that that doesn't that's your stews, that's your whatever. Uh, it has curries, which I've never done a curry, but mm -mm. I don't. Mm -mm. I, it says it makes the flavors better. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, meatloaf. I'm out on. That. No, I'm oh, in on meatloaf. Meatloaf leftovers. Yeah, fuck yeah. With, you're yeah. probably making a sandwich out of it, aren't you? You're, you're well, ham loaf. Ham loaf falls oh, under well, that. Uh, okay, I'm. As someone who has had your leftover ham loaf, the I'll, ham I'll, loaf I'm, with the sandwich, I'm, the good bread in. with the yeah. buttered, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm back in. 
Dude, we don't have high cholesterol in the Johnson family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. yeah we're, if we're snacking, we're clogging an artery. Yeah, for sure. It's, listen, uh, I got, I've been putting, I've, I've had an angioplasty on layaway <laughs> for the last couple of years. Like I make monthly payments. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, but that's basically the. I, I went with a smaller list. There was another one that had a whole bunch of just redundant type stuff of different casseroles. Ooh, and that's the name of the episode. Redundant. An angioplasty Angio on layaway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, write that down because we'll forget. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> right. And then we'll have to re listen. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we were like 55 minutes <laughs> when I said angioplasty at, on layaway. Yeah, yeah the, the last episode, we listened to the entire thing. Oh, it was brutal. I didn't publish until late because I was like, fuck, what was the name of the episode? Shit. N nobody can remember. Yeah. It turns out yeah. when you're drinking out of one of these, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I got you something. As my segment oh. producer, yeah, when you said your, your double X hoodie. It, it reminds you that I'm only a single no. L now? Well, listen. You wash that bad boy, and it's going to be a single. <laughs> It'll be a single. Now, oh, pure cotton. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's 100% cotton. Gosh. It's just a basic t-shirt. Should I be allowed but, to play with this bag? But it's, uh, it's, the, it's, the, it's the average minute. The, the official and I was average think, minute. And I was thinking about doing merch. Oh, we should um, do merch. For those that are just listening and not viewing. The true average uh, minute. It's basically a basic black t-shirt, but yeah. it's got the average minute logo right yeah. in the dead center of it. Um, so... You know, it's good yeah. for the office yeah. or, yeah. you know. Or, you know, fishing hole or <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, the office. Ooh, you could cut the sleeves off it and use it for your ball flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my new workout shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Cut the bottom third off of the off yeah. the, the trunk and then cut the sleeves yeah. off and it's your new average minute muscle shirt. Well, well thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was, you know what? I got the, uh, now that I bought stickers from this here yeah, yeah. website, uh, now I get the email promos like, ooh, you should buy t-shirts. Oh, you, you bought enough buy. stickers, have a free t-shirt. No, ooh. it wasn't a, it wasn't free, but it was close to free. It was near free. Just pay, you know, $5.99 for shipping and handling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ordered a lot of stickers. Here's your free t-shirt. What would you like on? No, I got one for me too. Oh. I, I, I paid for them. Oh, so, I'm so not, we got to coordinate. I'm on not, which, which I'm not 100 percent Hebrew. <laughs> uh, now li listen, we're not going to get into whether you support Palestine or dig tunnels underneath, you know, synagogues or anything. Um, which I still don't know what that's about. But uh, we're yeah. not going to get. Well, this is not a political podcast. Uh, my political thing about the entire thing, and I'll go back to the start of it. And I actually posted this on Facebook, so this is a uh, you know redundant for all our followers. They follow everything I do on Facebook. I like how he uses the word "all," yeah. implying that yeah. we have more yeah. than two. All is a bigger word than two. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, so anyway, way back when, when I was a young little lad, I had an older brother who beat the shit out of me. I don't know every day. And I thought it was smart of me to uh, get back at him by walking up and punching him in the face twice. Hmm. And guess what happened? Um, he, yeah. He beat the shit out of me one more time. Isn't that weird? It so is weird. what I'm trying to tell you, if you have somebody who's a big brother who can beat the shit out of you, don't punch him in the face. It's going to be a problem. This is a, a political analogy. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We, we don't need to name names. I'm not naming names. I'm just simply saying that if the, don't the, poke the, the, bear. the aggressor should know what the aggressee is uh, capable of before you aggressor on them. 
these are all words that, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, we should look up. Yeah. Uh, Mike Tyson said it best is everybody has a plan until somebody punches you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. He also said, I'll fuck you till you love me. Yeah. Which is, which is same also thing. analogous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right along the same, same lines, really. Wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're getting in, if we're going full Mike Tyson yeah. quotes, uh, listen. He'll eat your children. Uh, it's your turn again. <laughs> um, yeah. You couldn't list them. You couldn't let last a minute in my world. Okay. You're better at it than I am. Well, I retain more of that interview. Oh, apparently. It's the same interview. It's yeah. the same rant to the same guy. <laughs> We're, that, I think that preceded, I'll fuck you till you love me. Yeah. Which, that's an intimidating thing. Like, if, can you imagine, like, you're, you're within, you know, uh, catchable distance of this fellow. And he's, like, it's literally Mike Tyson screaming at you, I'm going to fuck you till you love me. That's kind of an intimidating proposition, don't you think? Because you got to assume it's going to be a while. I mean, he did hard time for yeah. a similar situation. <laughs> so, like, I'm not worried about him, like, having second thoughts. Like, I think he'll go through with it. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if I'm there. It's, being... it's not a true idle threat. It's yeah, a genuine. Like, like, I, I wouldn't sleep on that guy. <laughs> Oh, speaking of, I have a uh, public service announcement. So uh, I'm 51 years old, turned 52 in March. You're kidding. And so uh, what you have to do when you're at my advanced age is what's called a colonoscopy. Mm. Uh, I had my very first one, sorry for all y'all who are worried about being graphic, last Friday. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up or even discussing it has nothing to do with fuck you until you love me. Uh, although it's on the same lines. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go mute real quick so I can <laughs> dig in the cooler. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, I envisioned when it came to uh, colonoscopy was that you go in this uh, white room, you know, a la the Matrix, and there's this uh, steel uh, table and you assume... I don't know why I just was picturing like the moody blues on okay. like playing like knights in white satin Night, yeah. while you're yeah. while you're painting the picture and, so the, and this is what i this is what i thought going into it which is why i was told to get one when i was 48 and i uh, should have gone cream i went i went I moody not. blues but i should have gone cream like yeah in the yeah. white yeah. room yeah. The with white, black yeah. curtains yeah. although that's a more much more ominous if yeah. they're shoving the flexi rod up anyway yeah. go ahead so anyway i had the uh you're basically assuming the position and going full roto rooter with you know whatever you were looking for the handprints on the what, wall whatever alien contraption you think is going to go down there yeah and so as the psa that i you know i'm trying to accomplish here to uh, get people to do it because i know people in our league are my age and there's trepidation um I would do it again in a heartbeat just because the drugs they give you to pass you out is the best sleep I've had. So do you know what they gave you? No, uh, it's on my little sheet and I'm going to see if it's in Mexico. Oh, they'll, they'll have it. You yeah. can get oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of um, public service announcement, uh, side note, we'll get back to your story. But speaking of Mexico, before I forget, I will be stocking the fuck up on ivermectin this year when oh. we go when we go down to mexico oh, yeah, it is next month because year. it yeah. is an election year just yeah. a reminder to all you folks uh, so if you want to reach out to uh the average minute at gmail.com to give us your orders. Uh, if you want to pledge uh yeah. ten thousand pesos yeah. i'll get you whatever that's worth in ivermectin, ivermectin is a little on the expensive side in our opinions however it's way cheaper than being stateside and having to get yeah a, uh, 
prescription for it. Well, especially when they won't prescribe it to you because yeah. it's not on the profitable uh, pharmaceutical list. But yeah, you know uh, what's after COVID-19 is going to be COVID 2.0 because that's how it always works. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway. the uh, So the colonoscopy. colonoscopy. So he shoves a ramrod. They just actually, you sit in this little table, they roll you on your side, you go bye-bye, you wake up and wonder what happened and that's it. It's, Did you wake uh, up get, in enough time to see him tucking a shirt in and... Like no, but the, the nurses were putting their clothes back on. I thought that was odd. <laughs> Did he ask for a stickle of fluoride? <laughs> yeah, just a stickle. Uh, no, I'm just as my uh, my experience with it. Which granted, I had a perfect asshole, or I am hmm. a perfect asshole. I've heard it both ways. Uh, it's so do, it's my that. understanding that the colonoscopy isn't so much to rate the asshole. As much as it is to, uh, uh, yeah, I can bring the picture because you could do that with a Polaroid. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need you, <laughs> you don't need you don't a need fucking the, the giant ramp. ass camera uh, going. But uh, yeah, you want to go out there and get it because uh, getting it detected, uh, you know, early is a hundred percent. It's the way to go. Yeah. So they catch any polyps while they're up no, there? No, I got nothing. No polyps, it. nothing. Hmm. Uh, so, like I say, just I recommend you're supposed to do it. I didn't. I. I bitched out for th three years and it was really no big deal, but I had this, you know, very bad thought process of what it was going to be. And it was yeah. really not like they tell you to have somebody drive so, home and it's really okay. a two beer buzz. Without, without, um, going full graphic, the prep is really the worst part, right? Uh, prep nowadays. Uh, yes, it is the worst part, but it's all over the counter now. So, like you so don't even like, make it to the bathroom. You just go all over the counter. No. So, <laughs> like you so, have a full whip situation in your yeah, own yeah, house. Yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't. What are we talking about? Uh, I will put it this way. I worked a full day on, uh, well, what I worked as far as full day, you know, uh -huh. four, five hours. Yeah. Uh, and so they start, you're, you're supposed to start the prep at noon and then you follow that up at like four o'clock. Well, I left work at four o'clock and had my beverages for the ride home. And I will tell you that I'm really glad I didn't leave at 415 because it would have been a problem in the sweet leather of the AT4. Um, but ultimately, like I was able to sleep through the night without any incidents or hmm. any issues or any problems. And then the next morning you're supposed to wake up and take another little dosage, which didn't even really affect me at all. Hmm. So you, I mean, it just, it's like drinking Drano. It, yeah. Know, it shit your whole ass you out for it leaves you yeah. hollow inside hmm. but I, I didn't think the horror stories i've heard of other people because there's this other crap you're supposed to take yeah it's like a jug of yeah, stuff so, yeah. yeah uh basically mine was mix this with gatorade and go for it and i just basically bought a bunch of gatorades hmm. and then i will tell you a hot tip for those of you who haven't done it uh they do consider beer a clear liquid so you can drink beer the night before it has nothing to do with there's alcohol in it and my doctor even said well if i was going to drink clear liquid i'd have vodka hmm. and so for all so you, you had beer and vodka no i didn't because i <laughs> was told not to by friends who didn't know and i was bitching at the doctor and the doctor's like oh why why didn't you you can drink beer i'm like huh so could it be that your friend uh is not licensed currently <laughs> <practice> medicine, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah. you know I, I got bad advice i, I get what you're saying hmm. checks out yeah so, so uh, i'm saying to you kids at home so you, you recommend drink. the colonoscopy uh 
I'm saying I'd have no trepidation with doing it again type mm. of thing. I mean, it's not. Did you already book your next one? Uh, 10 years from now, yeah, because I came out clean. Wow. Huh. If you don't come out clean, it's every two years, and your options are uh, shit in a box every two years if you don't want to have one. I'll do that. Yeah. Cool. I mean, not like I want to, but, you know, <laughs> I don't want to go spelunking either and see i would say this do you get the video do they let you they, do give, they give you a copy they, of the video they, they give you uh you know stills they don't can give we you full video can we put that up <laughs> Just, on the podcast that, like yeah make uh we'll see if i can download one of the pictures we can use that for the picture for the <laughs> uh we're we're definitely not going to do that we're probably not going to do that all right we might do that yeah uh we'll see where are we at uh, we're we're plenty we're getting we're getting there we got to keep, it's like we're hostages. We got to keep, um, for all you out there listening, just let them know that we're keeping you safe. You're well fed and uh, you're having a great time. And then we'll get you out of here, uh, you know, in a timely manner. We, they just have to meet our demands. Give us corporate sponsorship so I can quit my motherfucking job oh, so that we can get some lights in here <laughs> that don't make us look antique. <laughs> like, it's like we're fucking George Washington and Thomas Jefferson sitting here doing the podcast. What is this even? Um, we do have a sweet flag that we need to put up in the back, so it, it's official Average Minute podcast. Although, every time I come in, I take a look at the potential podcast studio down yonder at the other end of the hallway and think, all right, that's like we need to put it's, some sweat equity in that. It's still a work in progress. I need to come over, and we need to do it as a team. Yeah. I can tell. So, yeah. I'm not telling you what's holding you up from getting the podcast studio ready. I'm just saying it's missed opportunity. We need to do it together. So, um, the only other thing that I had is I had a, for some reason, I thought it would be a really good idea if I ran for fucking mayor or for Congress, one or the other. What about like city planner? No. Uh, city councilman? No. I, no. See, city uh, council, I don't, I'm out on that. Like, I feel like you have to be like super involved. In like all those, yeah, mayor doesn't have to do it. No, seriously, mayor, like, oh yeah, here, let me go ahead and sign off on some zoning bullshit, like whatever. Why don't you go for state senator and stop fucking around for two seconds? What's the state senator do? I don't know. Uh, Kirsten Cinema has done nothing, and no, no, oh, you mean senator? Yeah, senator for our state. I thought you meant like state somebody that represents. Oh, who is our rep here? A district in the state senate yeah. in the Arizona state yeah, well, senate. You could do that too, but you know, United States. I, I I choose to aim high. So uh, you mean senator? Well, no, because I don't want to run against Carrie Lake because she'll fucking like have me murdered or something. Well, she's not a Clinton. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, I've I've said too much. <laughs> I've overstepped. <laughs> I'm thinking if I just run for Congress, because when was the last time Paul Gosar did anything? That's what I was going to say, Gosar. That's who I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, take his. The guy's a fucking dentist, and he, he's got an office in Goodyear, by the way. Uh, look him up, Paul Gosar. Doesn't do shit. I wrote him once, like, hey, man, like, what do you think about all this? You're my fucking congressman. You've been, I voted for you, like, on more than one occasion. The fuck are you doing with all this? And I got some fucking auto type auto response bullshit back and it was like a, a group on for uh, free dental x-rays no. no i don't think he's a practicing dentist i don't think he's like 
doing fucking root canals on Monday and voting on on propositions <laughs> on Tuesday. Like, I don't think that's how it works. But would you read the propositions if you had to vote on them? Um, well, I'm sure I would. If I didn't, I would at least have somebody that that's their life's work. But here's more, the thing. More work for Mrs. Average. Dude, I there's guess. like thousands of pages. Nobody reads that shit. Like nobody, the, the people that are voting on it, they don't read them shits. Like, dude, it's thousands. You can't possibly. They'll introduce a bill at like whatever time on on whatever day, and they're like, "We're voting on it in six hours." Yeah, and it's dude, full, you can't and it's read. It's full of bullshit on the tail end. It's all packed in with fucking yeah. pork barrel shit and fucking yep. trillions for Ukraine and all kind of stupid shit. So where are we on uh, you? You know, pork barrel barrel and some average minute money, bro. We can't talk about this publicly. Oh shit. Uh, it, uh, not if you want to get me elected. <laughs> what I'm saying is, how do they have a plane to fly to Havasu? <laughs> Did if, they land in the office parking lot? If I'm a parking? United States congressman, that'll be that will Havasu will have some sort of diplomatic, like <laughs> diplomatic no <laughs> laws enforced kind of zone to where because uh, seriously, Paul Gosar, his district. It's it includes Havasu. Oh, like it's the oh, whole so, so it's yeah. the whole West Valley. So shoe in because you'll get all the Havasu. It's the West Valley, and then it's like all the way up the river. Like it's this weird sliver that goes up the west side, the west side of the state. Like yeah, yeah. You and you got the Havasu vote. You're, oh yeah, you're no, I'm already Havasu the mayor anyway. of yeah. fucking the sandbar. Yeah. yeah, like, dude, United States Congress, uh, koozie in every hand, uh, and a chicken in every pot. Yeah. Uh, 40 acres and a mule. Yeah. Uh, something like that. It's fried chicken that you can eat cold. Uh, it's the best leftovers. Why wouldn't it be fried chicken? Why wouldn't it be Popeye's fried chicken? Listen, you know what? Here at the Average Minute, uh, we make no apologies for anything that might even remotely <laughs> come across as you think that we have a, an agenda. There's no agenda here. Except, dude, I need some motherfucking corporate sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I need to be a United States uh, congressman. Uh, so I can get some of that pork barrel flow overflow. So Coors Light, if I decided to not drink within a koozie, where are we on that corporate money? Uh, they ain't going to endorse shit, dude. Coors, Miller Coors, right, well, they're out on that. I'm, they're borderline. They're on. Listen, it's a Festivus miracle that they don't have some kind of tranny on that can because they're <laughs> right up there with Anheuser-Busch as far as like the corporate fucking woke bullshit. What we need is a company like Sunny D. Yeah. Talk, talk the, Wait, the, who's this the, distributed by? The, the name's probably Anheuser Bush. <laughs> the, the name's practically tranny, but yeah, it's my yeah. Fault. Sunny D, right here. Mm -hmm. uh, if you if you're watching, yeah, zero grams of sugar. Mm. Nothing but the best for Mrs. Johnson's baby boy. That's uh, for those of you that are also watching on the. Uh, that's this whole tattoo right there. Anyway, yeah, I've said too much. So, Mayor, you don't think Mayor of Buckeye would be a good What's starting Mayor point? What's Mayor Buckeye going to do for you? What do you mean? They're going to chastise you because you're in Verado, not in Buckeye proper. No, I am in Buckeye proper. I'm not in Verado. You're technically in Toronto. No, I'm not. You're not in Buckeye. Right this minute, I am. Buckeye Proper is downtown. I'm a 9-6. I'm not a 2-6. Yeah. Buckeye Proper is 2-6. Are you trying to say we need a I'm going to tell you change? that the fucking mayor of Buckeye does not live in 2-6. Where does he live? 
It's not two six. He probably doesn't even live in Buckeye. He probably lives in Goodyear. He probably, yeah. He's probably in Australia Mountain. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> is. Dealing with that fucking yacht club. He, yeah, probably. Who even is the mayor of Buckeye? I don't know. Is that a Google search? I feel, yeah, this is something we need to find yeah. out. This is riveting audio. Hear me type. Mayor of Buckeye. It used to be, um, used to be fucking, what's that guy's name? It's Eric Osborne. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I feel like I've penciled him in. You're not vamping. No, I'm I'm watching over your shoulder. Only the, the next municipal election is 2024 in the fall. All right. So when can we vote him? I, it's too late for me to run this year. Oh, although that guy's got a sweet beard. Who's that guy? Uh, oh, Yon that's Yonker. Yonker. You're, you're not, yeah, you're not Yonker. I'm not beating him. He's got a whole high school named after yeah. him. Yeah, he's yeah. Hmm. That's old Buckeye money too. Them Yonkers. Them shits are are fucking. They they got a foothold in the community. Yeah, they're Buckeye proper. Yeah, yeah. Are they though? Are they? Anyway, um, all right. So maybe the United States Congress is a better fit for Average Johnson. I swear to Christ, dude. Oh, if I guarantee I, you can get the uh, Havasu vote. That's that's a hundred percent. If I get a if I get a federal nomination somehow. <laughs> I am changing my name legally to Average Johnson. You will be represented by Average Motherfucking Johnson in the United States Congress House of Representatives. Oh, uh, the mayor of Buckeye actually lives in Verado. You're kidding, huh? Who who to thunk? Hmm. Weird. That's probably why he looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the Yonker dude though. It don't matter. You know what? It don't matter. It was yeah. just an idea I, that I had. I think you'd take Gosar's spot. At least put your name on the ballot. I will take Gosar's spot. He's going to get reelected in the next... Well, we just... We just we just reelected him. So yeah, we just reelected him in 22. So, no, it'll be in... It'll be in 20... Um, 26. No. Yeah. 26. When's, when's his seat up? Because that's when I'm running. Uh, keep chatting. No, I all right, all right. Dead, can't have dead air. Uh, uh, listen, talk about chicken. Dude, that's only going to get me into trouble. Because <laughs> oh, I'll be like, look at here. <laughs> Not that kind of chicken. Uh, how about... Um, how about you just tell me when his fucking seat is up? Because I'm efforting. <laughs> Jamie, young Jamie on the Rogan podcast would have had the shit already up. Yeah. He would have already had me registered as a <laughs> candidate. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sure Rogan may pay okay. him slightly more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the $2.5 million that Rogan pays him, and I'm going to double it so that... Once I'm a congressman, uh, you better believe I'll be able to find that money. I'm going to start that. Oh, we're yeah, I'm going to start that insider trading like they're doing. Oh, I'm I'm chief of staff or something. You can be the campaign uh, assistant. Assistant. 
<laughs> assistant to the guy who's in yeah, charge of the, the assistant campaign. to the traveling secretary. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're, dude. If if that's not your title, you're the assistant to the traveling secretary. Now your duties could reflect, yeah. you know, all sorts of crazy my stuff. My duties but, are my duties, but your job title is assistant yeah, to the I'm, traveling I'm 100% secretary. I'm hundred percent behind that. <laughs> Hire this man. Dude, when is his motherfucking seat up? Like, I can't do this all night. I'm running for... You heard it here first. Average Johnson is running for Congress. Well, uh, congressional seats are, I believe, are, I thought they were six, but that's Senate seats are six, so that means congressionals are four. I'm pretty sure they're four. Yeah. But I could be wrong, dude. I, You so, know what? When it came to civics class, like, I, we didn't spend a whole lot of time... On the uh, the smaller offices see, and, and he terms, has, he has an election every two years that says he won. So maybe it's two years. Here's my thing: we should have actually paid attention in civics. Okay, I'm you heard we both it, you heard it here first. I'm gonna I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first congressman to 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 have an active podcast. No. Oh. I'm gonna be the no. There's plenty of them that have fucking podcasts. They do all. They do that fucking create that loony bitch fucking MGT or whatever the fuck her name is. And that Matt Gates dude. They like scissor on camera and shit. The fucking crazy one from from uh, Georgia, and that that fucking Kennedy looking motherfucker. The one that looks like a young Ted Kennedy, <laughs> like fresh out of Chappaquiddick. The one that just fucking drowned a bitch on the bridge. Um, no, wait. Yeah. Ted, uh, uh, Ted, Ted Kaczynski. No, uh, yeah. I'm thinking of Ted Kennedy, but it's that Matt Gates out of Florida, the one that looks like young, t- young Ted Kennedy that just murdered a fucking hooker. Anyway, uh, for the record, Ted Kennedy murdered a hooker. Yeah, Matt Gates, Gates has. He, it's not. not proven that he's actually murdered anybody. <laughs> yeah. It's not proven. Um, but them two, them two fucking lunatics. They do, they do like a podcast or something. So that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I'll be the first. Like person trying to get elected to the United States House of Representatives that is going to be pushing for term limits for the fucking House of Representatives and the Senate. The entire Congress is going to be termed out. Like we will put term limits. Like, and I'm going to, I don't even have a seat in the House and I want term limits on myself. Uh, The assistant of the traveling secretary. Because I'll tell you what. I'm not going to need fucking 70 years to get rich. I'm going to fucking do the insider trading <laughs> the first year. I don't need I don't need 70 years in the house. Just give me a couple of years, let me make my millions and then fucking you can have my seat. Give it on to somebody else. That's what But really I'm here for you as the people of <laughs> yeah, District yeah. 9 in the state of Arizona. Yeah. You the people or who he, Yeah, that's who's that's important. who he is and who he cares And who about. I care about. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to put term limits on the House. I'm single-handedly going to impose term limits on the House of Representatives because I think that's what's important. Yeah, Paul Gozar, your days are numbered, bro. He's been in the in the Congress for like fucking how many years? A lot of uh, years, twenty something. A lot of years. Yeah, what I said. Anyway, he was also Arizona's Dental Association Dentist of the Year, so oh, there is that. Oh, that's a hard overcome. You know that I was the most improved player in the MGA last <laughs> oh, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Overall, dude, even. I was the most <laughs> in the MGA, not yeah. in the West Valley, yeah. in the MGA. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, so, suck yeah, on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> suck that, Gozar. 
fucking dentist. Nobody even likes dentists. dentists. <laughs> you anti-dentite. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> rabid anti-dentite. Uh, and on that note, um, we're going to fucking call it quits. This is going nowhere fast. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that managed to stick around. Yeah, we apologize. Uh, yeah. Y'all are welcome. There's no apology. We, we apologize for nothing. I'm down to my last ounce of beer. So yeah. Good night. Uh, yeah. Thanks for sticking around. And uh, for Moon fucking Lion and Average Motherfucking Johnson, Till next time, we'll see you in the rough.